0: Welcome to Asphalt Chasers, the podcast where two motorcycle enthusiasts share their tales of adventure on the open road. Join John and Dave as they discuss the exciting rides they've conquered, the interesting people they've met, and the places they hope to explore in the future. From scenic routes through breathtaking landscapes to exhilarating rides through bustling cities, your hosts will take you on a journey like no other. They will share tips and tricks for planning the ultimate motorcycle trip and talk about the gear and equipment they swear by. And at the end of each episode, they'll raise a glass and take a shot of their favorite spirit in celebration of a ride well-ridden. So strap on your helmet and join John and Dave on the ride with Asphalt Chasers.
1: Welcome to Asphalt Chasers, episode number six. I'm in a different location for this recording. We're here in Pennsylvania. I'm uh hanging out with my buddy Dangerous Dave again and co host. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing good. I'm yeah. doing great, John. You're here
2: to visit me today.
1: I am. It is hot, sweaty, temperature. What do you think is a little hot?
2: Yeah, we have a heat advisory in Pennsylvania.
1: Which isn't uncommon, right? It's what? It's not uncommon, right?
2: Uh it's very uncommon.
1: Oh, it doesn't get that hot here, huh?
2: Well, I mean, you know, they just
1: don't like to call a heat advisory. Uh I don't want to call the heater. But... Ready, John? Sure. What are we doing?
2: First off, let's cool off. There you go, John. And.
1: Yep. what you part over there?
2: Miller Light. And you.
1: Oh no, I got this green can over here. It says Crown Washington Apple on it.
2: Yeah, Crown Royal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My new poison lately. Uh huh. So, Dave, what are we going to talk about? I came up this morning, left uh, North Carolina at whopping 5 a.m. Yeah. Try to beat this heat.
2: So, I thought maybe one of the things we could talk about would be riding in the heat. Okay. I figure you might know something about it after today. Any. Any like things? Any secrets we could give them, or
1: well, little hints? going to start hydrated.
2: Start hydrated. So drink lots of beer. No. No water. Water. Yeah, not beer. You know what Abraham Lincoln's? I mean, not Abraham Lincoln. Benjamin Franklin said, right? What's that? Water will kill you. Beer. I drink beer.
1: Hmm. <laughs> okay.
2: That's back because back then the water was not very
1: good. Right.
2: And beer at least had been distilled. So.
1: That's true. Um so uh I'd say uh key is dehydrated before. Uh the cool thing I got or I have on the bike now is a cup holder that has a insulated thermos. That's twenty four ounces. Okay. So uh drink that along the way.
2: If you're self-hydrated along the way. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, uh and I know I used to do a camel pack, but I like this better cause then I don't have anything on my back. Kind of restricting airflow. Yeah. Um. The other thing is um, moisture-wicking shirts, wet them. So they're, wet them? Yeah, wet and them.
2: Wet them in advance.
1: Right, okay. right. Because I'll give you your air... Well, man, if you do me and wearing the gear and wearing the jacket, it will... Who you are?
2: Yeah, cause you wear a full jacket with
1: Vincent. Right, it's, it's a mesh jacket, so there's a bunch of.
2: Vincent. not completely mesh, is it?
1: Oh, uh, I'd say 75 oh, percent of it is.
2: Oh really? I thought it was like a solid with holes.
1: Mesh. You hold it up, you can see through it. Oh,
2: okay. I thought your jacket was more solid.
1: Mm-mm. Oh, so, so it's, it's
2: not rainproof then at all?
1: No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> once once it gets wet, it goes through. Um not sure if we talked about it. No, we haven't talked about it. Um after the New Hampshire trip, yeah, I went to uh motorcycles of Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, from a friend of mine, uh dad that I met or his dad the dad I met, his son races with Matthew, so he works at uh a dealership in Charlotte and I talked to him about Climb, and he said that the dealership there in Greensboro is a sistership, sister, ship, sister sh- store to them, and they have a guy there that has a lot of climb gear. So I went over there to try climb gear on, and there's really like every type of jacket, pants. I mean, climb is really expensive gear, as people know. Um,
2: but did it? Did it fit you? Fit what? Fit you? Yeah. Okay, because well, sometimes. Like I can't wear a lot of that European stuff because I'm a little too American.
1: So, climb is actually a U.S. brand. It's out of Idaho. Oh, is it? It's an Idaho brand. Oh, so it's American Cup.
2: Oh, okay. I thought with a name like that, it was European.
1: So did I, but it's Idaho.
2: Idaho. Oh.
1: It's more a lot of. Unfortunately, it's a lot of the. Uh, I don't want to say unfortunately, a lot of the bm a lot of BMW, a lot of adventure riders wear climb.
2: Yeah, and that's probably where I thought it was. Why I thought of that because that's definitely a European motorcycle.
1: Yep. No. Nope. No. Nope. So that's uh, that's out of Idaho. It's more adventure gear. Um, and did a lot of research. And when I was there, they have a did some reviews, and they have this jacket called a Marques jacket. That a lot of people says was a real awesome jacket to wear and everything. It's kind of a more textile. It's a triple I think A rating, and they give different ratings based on the slide, so it can do like. You can slide so many feet at sixty miles an hour. Yeah,
2: right. I think it's hundred and fifty It's per it's actually second it and yeah, last.
1: Something something yeah. it's like a it's up to a thousand I don't remember the number, but it's a thousand.
2: Yeah. well it's it's a brand new rating system it just came out like a year
1: Yeah, so uh while I was talking there, I tried a mark jacket on because I was thinking about buying it. But the problem was was it's comfortable but the sleeves are a little too long and like didn't feel right. Okay. So I was talking to the guy, and I have the climb induction jacket. He says this is the induction jacket; it's the coolest jacket climb makes. Oh, okay. So you get the most air. I get the most airflow out of my jacket, and and it does really well. I mean, it's. I mean, unfortunately, he even said it went eighty, ninety degrees humid. I mean, you should just going to sweat. Yeah. Um, and while I was there, I actually bought. We talked about it. I think a little bit after. The last show was I actually, uh, my, remember we got my rain pants leaked. So I actually bought right. a pair of Gore-Tex Climb overpants.
2: Oh, so you did replace them?
1: Yeah, so I have a new bottom pants.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, we didn't talk about them on the show for sure. Yeah. I don't know if you, told me you bought them or not.
1: Yep, I bought those. Gore-Tex. Gore- Ooh, that's good stuff. Yeah, not cheap. No, not and cheap. It's, it's a real, it's just, a, it's all it is is Gore-Tex liner. It's just the cover. Oh, really? So it goes over those, goes over my regular pants. Okay. I'm done. And that's going to hold up to the wind and all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because a lot of jacks it made is a Gore-Tex. So
2: I didn't know. I know, like with boots and stuff, Gore-Tex is an inner liner. I don't. Yeah. I really don't have a whole lot of experience. With yeah. yeah. Other than boots.
1: I have boots over here to Gore-Tex, and they haven't leaked yet. So
2: no, no, the Gore-Tex doesn't leak. It's not that. I just didn't know how much abrasion resistance to being on a Toronto motorcycle. Yeah, right wind flap and everything.
1: Nope, it's supposed to be good because it's made by Climb, so I think they tested it. Yeah, they probably. And then I also bought these called a a Zephyr, which is a wind shirt, which is a real thin paper thin. It's supposed to stop the wind.
2: Oh, stop the wind. Okay.
1: Stop the wind. Yeah, so so got,
2: that's not good for heat.
1: No. No. So so I'm, it's not talking about heat, but that's um. all I can say, and I guess I'll follow Chris Conley's comment that he's told us that we've had before is Something by a bag of ice and put on and go.
2: Yeah, put in your jacket. He
1: said. Um, only other thing I would recommend is leave early, get someplace by midday.
2: That's a big help, I'm sure.
1: And then leaving st- early. Yep, and then stop in the heat of the day and just either call it done or take a long break someplace and then leave out after when it starts to cool off.
2: Yeah. For those of you who don't know, John's not telling you this, but he rode nearly 400 miles today.
1: Nearly? It's almost 500, Dave.
2: Is it? Oh, I thought it said 374.
1: 492.
2: Oh, 492? Oh, okay. Almost 500 miles today. Got here right around 1 o'clock. Yep. I rolled out at 5 a.m. He rolled out at 5 a.m. And it was hot today. Like we said, there's a heat warning in Pennsylvania, and he started south of here a little bit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so when I left the house this morning... It was 81 degrees already at 5 a.m. Wow. On the bike. So and then I got to the mountains. I think it dropped down to 75. And then it just never got any cooler than that. I just stayed up there. And most of the day it was mid 80s up to 90. Pretty much not right 90 all the way. Uh, my hottest I got was
2: probably when you got here because it was over
1: well over here. I think it was around Harrisburg. I think it jumped up to 97. And the funny thing is, you ride along at night, it got up to 97, next thing I know it started cooling off, and it cooled off to 95.
2: (laughs) But it felt a lot cooler.
1: Yeah. The the key was, I wish, it wouldn't have been as bad as, you know, the sun was out. Mm Because I mean, unfortunately, I just take the interstate and come up. It's not, I'm not much of a back road person. I don't mind back roads. I don't like the, somebody that calls, it, I think it was our friend Zion calls it, the strip. Mall roads, where you go through, example like one forty five coming through Whitehall. Yeah, when I came up, that's what he's talking about. Red light, stop light, strip mall. Yeah, forget it. Give me the interstate. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm not. I yeah. can't do that for hours upon hours. I'll just get like, ah, uh, yeah. Nobody really wants to do
2: that for hours. I mean, when you got five hundred miles to do in a day, you can't be doing. That. Yeah, we found that out. That was a lot of what we our uh, main trip ended up being. A lot of that type of roads. We found that, you know, 400 miles is about all we could do in a day, period.
1: Yeah, you can't do much more. Just time-wise. So, yeah. So, all right. So, that that's that that's a little story. So, yes, going up here and I'm on my, uh, I, I'm staying over here tonight and uh, heading up to New York to watch my nephew BMX race in New York over the weekend. And then I want to spend a few days up in, uh, where I went to high school with my uh, buddy that I've known since fifth grade. Wow. Uh, a long time. Yeah, we don't really stay much in contact, but we'd get together and it's like we nothing pairs. So, anyways, so so that's the story. So, Dave, what do you got on the list tonight?
2: What, 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 what we well, I, I mean, the first thing was writing in heat, and then I was gonna say I've been watching, you know, these things on YouTube and stuff, and like I seen the dudes they put ice on their handlebars, and as it melted, the water flung them on. On.
1: It's it's interesting. So they put like the bag of ice, like an eight pound bag of ice, or a little bags,
2: like an eight pound bag of ice. They. They stuck it on their windshield or on their handlebars. Somehow, oh. some like somehow tied it to their handlebars. I didn't quite. All right,
1: know. so they put the eight pound bag on the handlebars itself. Right, and just let it sit there so the water would hit them.
2: The water hits them, and it's cool air. I'm sure off some because of the ice being there. And I mean, it shows them they're soaked, but I mean, water's cools you no matter yeah. what what temperature it is.
1: Right. That's that's a cool. That's the thing with the mesh and that does that. I actually thought that I shouldn't let my seeker out, but if somebody knows of anything, here's one of my thinking. is If you took a water hose, like a little fish hose, and ran it around your sleeves, had a pump to pump the water through, the bucket you could have it attached to your arms and soak.
2: Oh, sort of like that. I think NASCAR has some...
1: Like an irrigation system on your shirt.
2: Well, NASCAR doesn't get you wet, though. They have, like... Hoses that run through the jacket that they wear,
1: right? They because they have a, yeah. like a ice box. Yeah, have an ice box in the with, car with a, with a fan probably blowing the air right from the cooler uh-huh. into the jacket.
2: Well, the, the, they have an an ice box one for the for the helmet, yeah. which has ice and and it blows into a cooler, and then it blows cool air into their helmet, so it cools. Right, and then they have another one that that has water. It runs through an enclosed system, okay, and it cools the water through coils, kind of like a keg, right? Uh, a kegerator, if you know what that is, yeah. and then it runs through their suit, so it cools them off that way. That might actually work, uh, but I just don't know where you, you put all the stuff on the bike. Yeah. That's- the other the other thing I seen was the one guy had a road glide like mine, and he put the the bag of ice on the dash. Yeah, okay. and since you have that vent in the Road Glide that comes, that air goes through right underneath there. It's just a thin piece of plastic. And They were—I don't know whether that actually both cool air though. Yeah, it, it'd be you're asking an awful lot. There's a little bit of distance,
1: right? But, but you still dirt, might
2: get some of the water,
1: water, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, so I guess the biggest thing is just kind of hydrate yourself. Number one, I learned that from Rich. Start yeah. early. Start early. So I started like. Sunday or whatever, and just drank a lot. Yeah. And
2: um, by start early, I meant like early in the day.
1: Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I meant drinking hydration wise too. Start so early when you're going to go on a trip. Mm. Plan early. And that's one of the things hard on, on the trips is that after so many days of riding, then you just keep having the same, you know, you got to keep, you got to rehydrate yourself at night, mm. not with a beer, Dave, you know. I mean, it was, so, today probably wasn't as bad. The worst day I've probably ridden in the heat was in 21, when we went to Sturgis oh, yeah. in that Arkansas day. Yeah. That that Arkansas day, the bike was 102 or 100 or something. I don't remember what it was. it was. It was hot.
2: Was that worse than the the Mississippi day? Or you said the day you're talking
1: about? That's the day I'm talking about. Oh,
2: oh yeah. That, that day was brutal. Yeah. That, yeah, I think it was way worse that day than it was the next day, which was, you would think two days back to back, it wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. Yeah, that one day. Well, we were traveling south the whole time, too, in, in yeah.
1: August. So just remember this, Dave. Remember this about 24, okay? Uh huh. See what I'm trying to do for 24 and trying to make you think.
2: Yeah, I'm not good at that.
1: Okay, well, that's my problem with 24.
2: Yeah, and that's my problem, is I try to be a little ambitious and not worry about the weather. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot in 24, huh? In August? Yeah. In August? Oh, okay. You think it might be hot in August. All right. Well, I mean, we do our trip, I mean.
1: Well, we're doing a trip. Where are we going to go, though? But anyways. What's on next on your notepad there, Dave? Upcoming rides. Upcoming rides. Where are you gonna go, right Dave?
2: Well, I'm going to upstate New York tomorrow.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. You're gonna go ride. Is uh we haven't we gonna have a third wheel coming with us or don't know.
2: I haven't heard yet. Okay. We might might get a, a third wheel join us about what is that, about a third of the way. Oh. It's it's up there. He's he's up near Binghamton, so he might show up. Okay. He's, he wasn't sure. He said he had to check with whether he has to work tomorrow or not. He, his job, he doesn't know until Friday whether he's going to work. Or
1: whatever, so. Oh. Okay. So, yeah, so we're going to go up to upstate New York to, as I said, uh, watch my nephew race. So we're going to take out of here, and I plan a whole back road. Put Google and said back road. it.
2: Yep, we're going to back road it tomorrow.
1: Hopefully you know what way we're going.
2: Uh, I looked at your map, but your map, you only sent me a screenshot, and it was kind of small, but I'm guessing you're taking me up 209.
1: To- <laughs> I don't know. I just Googled it <laughs> said, uh- I-,
2: I know those oh, roads crazy. up there about in- until we get to New York state. And then if you know what, if we're going up 209, I think I'm going to make you do a little, we may have to leave a little earlier or get there a little late. Cause if we're going up 209, which it looks like your map will send us up 209. We should hit the hawk's nest, just it's it's like fifteen minutes out of our way. And it's just a little road on the side of a cliff, but it's it's pretty neat and it's it's one of your roads, John. It's on the top one hundred, I'm sure. It's it's not far out of our way.
1: All right, so we gotta leave a little early then. 730.
2: We be- have to put a little highway in there. Well 209 well, is almost like a highway. But yeah. you know it's it's not too far out of our way. Trust me, if you're going up 209, it's 15 minutes, and yeah, that adds a half hour, because so you got to get back. It's right near Port Jervis, if you can see Port Jervis on your map.
1: Yeah, I, I was looking something else about it. I have to figure out what time racing is tomorrow. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, we need to be there in time for that.
2: So, and then, well, you went to Gettysburg. Uh,
1: yeah, I went to Gettysburg.
2: Yeah, how was Gettysburg? Hot.
1: Lon- lonely. Hot? Lonely.
2: What do you mean lonely? You had Lonnie there. You had miss, Missy there. You weren't there. Yeah, I had some issues at home that I had to take care of and didn't get to go.
1: So, yes, Lonnie, Missy were there. Jimmy, his girlfriend, Keith. Yep. Uh, Logan came. Johnny Rapp. Junior. Summerson, <laughs> And what is his nickname? I can't remember his nickname. that got it? came? Um... Dang it, I don't remember his name. wasn't Seth.
2: Andrew? No. Huh. I wasn't there, so it's kind of hard for me to know.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. Anyways. can't remember her name.
2: Keith was there.
1: Anyways. So was Brian hot.
2: showed up, didn't
1: he? Brian showed up on Saturday. He rode with us on Saturday. Oh, okay. So uh, it was hot, and I got there... I pulled out again five AM and yep. I was there by eleven thirty.
2: Yeah. So it was around eleven thirty. And
1: pretty much started drinking no, hang on, uh well Lonnie got out the shots. You know, Lonnie. Yep. Lonnie's got the Dr. shots Pepper. out. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper got the shots out and we started drinking. And then we went to the pool because it was so hot. And <laughs> sat in the pool. What a good thing to do on a hot day. And then it started to rain. And everybody cleared out of the
2: pool, right? Except me yeah, because you're already wet. What's the point?
1: A bunch of us stayed in the pool. <laughs> everybody got up. So that was uh that uh got there then Friday morning we got up and did a sub rural um I think me, Logan and Hot Rod wasn't Hot Rod, Hot Rod's friend
2: Andrew i think it's right. anthony anthony and it's gonna say it. that name anthony? yeah i think it is anthony yeah
1: yeah um when we went off for a ride and we went over to the state park Roto state park over in the sunny got out of the sun and stuff and it was hot and the sad part is, is as soon as we came we got back on 30 oh yeah so i lost my gps in the middle of no man's land so that was kind of a mess and, and Dave's pouring another drink. Hmm. He's trying to really enjoy the day. Yep. So um, when we came back into Gettysburg, coming of the mountains, you could just feel the heat just jump like 10, 20 degrees.
2: It, it's amazing to me how hot it is in Gettysburg in July. What? What, am I doing something wrong again?
1: No, you just got to be closer.
2: Oh, okay. I, yeah, I tend to wander away from the mic. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it always amazes me how Gettysburg is hot.
1: Yeah. You know what we really imagine? I mean, we so so the, the interesting thing about Gettysburg and you know the battle that took place yes. over July fourth weekend. hmm. Can you imagine being in those wool suits?
2: I was gonna say that most of them guys are wearing wool suits. Wool full, suits. Or wool suits with a jacket. I mean Carrying a backpack and a and a big rifle, well, did heavy. They, did,
1: well, probably when they were marching, they probably did, but during battles, they probably didn't have the backpacks on. They probably just had ammunition and uh, canteen for water. I, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But even yeah.
2: still, it, that wool suit, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even want to wear the wool pants.
1: Yeah, and I wouldn't either. But then, you, then you just think about this. Here's the sad part. What happens if you get shot, hit during battle? And you're laying in that sun.
2: Oh, well, Just imagine. Yeah.
1: How many people, I mean, I mean, sad time. Yeah. Sad time. Yeah, just those kinda-
2: were some brave men, man. They were walking out into into cannon fire and bullets well, whizzing by them and everything else. And they just kept walking at them. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty crazy guys back then. But, yeah. So... So and so back to Gettysburg here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you you we went out on a short ride on
1: Friday morning. Friday morning. Yeah, we left about what time was it? Nine o'clock? I think we left like nine o'clock. I think it was nine o'clock. It wasn't early. Yeah. They they slow road. Yep. Yeah, it normally and, happens uh, the first day. Or maybe was it was even yeah, I think it was might, might have been closer to ten.
2: Oh really that late
1: anyways yeah so then we uh got back from the ride and we actually uh went to gaysburg uh to battlefield Harley davidson dealership that place was packed already was it they had no that was so messed up
2: so that Park. compared to since we were right there that compared to laconia about the same
1: there's more people
2: more people but i mean about the same as size of stuff going on you think
1: possibility and i can tell you that at if you took what was happening at i think there was more people at battlefield harley Davidson dealership than there was at laconia harley Davidson dealership okay and there's more vendors i mean they have a bunch of vendors
2: yeah they do have a lot of they normally do so
1: you know you kind of look at it so and we kind of talked about some of that with the group it was like i think about the three big harley rallies i think sturgis Laconia and Daytona. Yeah. All the rest of them are kind of, in my opinion, kind of like small get togethers, nothing big.
2: Right. Like a second tier version.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you can even go to the third tier because I could I'd say Outer Banks is like a third tier.
2: Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. You know, this is much, much smaller. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Gaysburg would probably be a second tier. You could even say maybe even a third, but I mean there's a lot of people. And then you remember that back parking lot where we parked last year? Yeah. So, this year on Friday, they didn't let us park there. They made us park across the street. The oh, cars okay. were parked there. And then all of a sudden, they started having bikes in there. So, they didn't have things organized very well.
2: Hmm. That's really surprising, because they normally are on top of things at Gettysburg. Especially yeah. at Battlefield Harley. They're one of the... Yeah.
1: They were kind of messed up. And then we went in there, and it was just hot, miserable, a lot of people. Yeah. And then... um. Yeah, then we pretty much went back to the Friday night uh, we went back to the Campground. Campground and Town Round, and then we went out to uh uh we went to the Dobbin House. Mm. Which is um a very interesting historical place. It's the oldest building in Gaysburg. Yep. It was built in seventeen seventy six. Yes. By Reverend Dobbin. And uh he actually had nineteen kids. Wow. We looked it up while we were sitting there. Oh, did you? Um, Nice place to eat, um, but it took us two hours to eat.
2: You ate upstairs this time, right?
1: Yeah, we ate upstairs because we made reservations. We didn't eat in the the bar and the cellar because you can't make reservations for there. So, um, It's a different
2: type of meal, though, too, isn't it? Maybe. I Um, think it is. I think it's a more upper-class meal
1: upstairs. Yeah, okay. I probably would rather have been downstairs um, a little bit. But the problem was, was our waitress had to bring everything up the flight of stairs.
2: Oh, you were upstairs, upstairs, yeah, like on the second floor. We're on the second story. Oh, see, I didn't even know they had tables on the second floor. Oh, yeah. Floor. For yeah. those of you who don't know, the Dobbin house is an old house. It's, it's, it's pretty big for an old house. And there's a first floor you walk in. And there's tables there, and that's where I thought they were eating. But evidently, there's a second floor above it that has tables. I assume a few amount of tables, not many.
1: So they have them set up and like they left all the walls up and everything. So we sat in like this. I'd probably say bedroom. So it was uh, there's nine. What um, all of us? Nine of us, and then there was like, another table behind us a couple of two.
2: Okay, so you almost had a whole room to yourselves.
1: Oh, yeah, and it was hot. I I was near the door, and I didn't realize farther inside you had one that was pretty warm.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, because it's it's really old. I don't even know if they have air conditioning.
1: Yeah, I think there is, and also the walls. I think the walls were like 18 inches thick.
2: Yeah, they're thick, but that helps to keep the heat out.
1: Yeah, and also- they get
2: hot, they they stay hot, so.
1: Yeah, and also the house, the Domin House was also used for- uh, on the Underground Railroad. Yes, that's it the, was
2: used on the Underground Railroad. I think it was okay. the
1: first stop coming north.
2: Yeah, I think it's the first stop north of the Mason-Dixon or something.
1: Yeah, like I think it. that's what it was.
2: And, and just to finish off the description of the place, there is a basement, and that's where the bar is. And there's room for, what, maybe 12 tables down there, maybe? Yeah. And that's a lot cooler down there, because it was also... Uh, Wine cellar, probably. Wine cellar, probably, yeah.
1: So we didn't see your buddy Jersey Mike. No, oh, you didn't? Oh. No, we didn't see Sorry, man.
2: No, I'm all upset over that. <laughs> That's an inside joke. You had to be there to get it. If you if you get the inside joke, you suck. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, yes, Dave. So anyways, so yeah, Dalvin House on Friday night. So two hours there. And then I went back to the camp Brown they went down the street to the other vendor location
2: okay the small one yeah the small not one. the big one down they' at- went there very long yeah that's Where- normally just like t-shirts and a few things yep
1: yep so uh and then uh Saturday morning we got up and I think we decided to ride the battlefield again oh yeah Saturday morning we left late because Jimmy works late night. So he's overnight. So he's five to five. So he didn't move until, we didn't leave until 10 on Saturday. Oh, okay. Because we're waiting on Jimmy to get moving. Oh, okay. So that day we pretty much rode through the battlefield, is what we tried doing. And then it got hot and miserable. And (laughs) then, um,
2: which Gettysburg tends to do in July.
1: Yeah. So then, um, we're standing there, and Lonnie, Missy, Brian, and I split off and went to the mountains.
2: Oh, okay.
1: And then while in the mountains, the bike had my bike had an issue again.
2: Oh boy, another issue.
1: Yeah my my pedal commander, my pedal box decided to not like the throttle control. So
2: but, I thought we discussed this before, and it was the power outlet.
1: I thought it was. Yeah. So so pretty much pulled in, and I tried to power cycle like I did in Konya, and that didn't work. So needless to say, I had to rip everything apart and I ripped it out on the side of the road. And I finally well it some somewhat got fixed, but then I had to disconnect the battery and then it was fine. Okay. So, so like
2: like a full reset on the bike.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. So took without it without the
2: power commander in it now.
1: The power box. Power box. Or the pedal box, yeah.
2: Pedal box, okay.
1: Yep, it keeps throwing in error code that says the low voltage to the throttle control sensor. So well, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Right now it's, it's docked and it's running how it is, so.
2: So once you did that, you haven't had an issue.
1: Nope. So sure.
2: maybe that was the issue?
1: I don't know, maybe. Well, we're,
2: and we're, so our next trip, which we'll lead into here, I guess. Yeah, our
1: next trip is in October is to uh, Maggie Valley for the Spider Adventure Rally. Right. That's uh Happening in Maggie Valley on October 4th through the 7th, so it's a Wednesday through Saturday, and that's uh, primarily all the Spider people are coming in town, or ventures, and coming in, Spider's, and the two-wheel people are coming, too.
2: Yeah, they've been doing this for quite a few years now, haven't they?
1: I think so. I know they've done it since I've been, this is, you know. It's
2: got to be at least five years or more.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh it's a pretty cool um event. It's been going on like I said, I don't know how many years, but there's a lot of vendors and forms and talk about a lot of people and they got group they have a bunch of rides set up and loops around the area and so it should be cool. Um they got some big dinner planned to everybody to go meet dinner. So yeah, so Dave's coming down.
2: Yep, I'm gonna come down for that.
1: And then uh our buddy Chad and Jen that are from Texas, they're gonna be coming across. And they're going to be having a nice adventure coming across. They're going to actually do, uh, I don't know if you know this, um, they're going to, Jen likes the Natchez Church Parkway. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, some, cool. she, she always went, I think she did in the car. Oh, did not she? And, and she wanted to do it to that. And I told Chad, hey, you should come up that way. And he told her, and he's, she's like, yeah. So yeah, they actually have it split up where they're going to come across that. That's um, a
2: nice road. I wish we had done the whole thing. But it was just not in the cards.
1: <laughs> Dave tries to squeeze so much into a ride, and to unwind him, from unweild him from that, mm. it's so hard because he doesn't realize that, like, oh, I'm gonna go to Acadia National Park. Okay, Dave. So, 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 so let me ask you that: <laughs> What did you think Acadia National Park was going to be?
2: Uh, I thought it would be like a loop and a couple of stops, and that would be it.
1: You know, you didn't realize there's gonna be many loops and many stops. Did I you?
2: did not. I did not look in advance. No, I just oh, Canyon National Park. That sounds cool. I know there's a lot of hiking there, which we can't do hiking, but that's all right. But we can. There's probably one or two cool stops. This is what's going on in my head, folks. What's in reality is not what's in my head, obviously, because there turned out to be more than one or two cool stops. Yeah, and there's lots more hiking, and yeah, and this is this is what John has to deal with when when he plans a trip, because like you know me, it's not bad enough that I'll say, oh, you got to go here, and you got to go there, and you got to go here, and you got to go there, and we've got to have something every day, John. We got to have something, and then on the way to that something. Sometimes I'll see something and go squirrel. <laughs> let's go here. Follow that squirrel. There he goes. Look at him. There he goes. Let's go chase him down. Let's see what's, let's see what's in Katahdin state park. Let's go there, John. Come on, John. We can go there. It's not that far out of the way. It's just a little, it's just a little more than an inch on the map. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I'm, I'm not a problem at all. Am I? <laughs>
1: Well, you get me to think outside the box and doing stuff, but it's the point that I start to look at. It's like, I have to reel you into reality. Yeah. I mean, you know, kind of thinking about like 24 and it's like, all right, let's go out west and we're going to go west and we're going to California. We're coming back. Let's go through, in August, let's go through Arizona. Dave, have you looked at the temperature in Arizona? In August? Right. Warm. How warm do you think it is, Dave? I
2: don't know, but, you know, where's Death Valley? Isn't that on our way back? I ain't doing Death Valley. (laughs) Not in August, my friend. We could do Death Valley in August.
1: Do you know what the record was there? No. 131 degrees.
2: That's only 13 more than we were riding in Mississippi.
1: (laughs) No, 30 more. 130.
2: It was 107.
1: One. 23,
2: Oh, 23 more. Okay. All right. So it might be a little warm. We could go at night. Yeah, probably like 40 degrees. <laughs> no, deserts at night get cold. They tell me this.
1: I know. I just want to say it's 40 degrees. Oh, 40 degrees total.
2: Yeah. I it, thought you meant 40 degrees less than the 130.
1: I don't know. And I'm not exactly sure I want to go through in the middle of the night. What? I've been through I've been through there.
2: Have you? I've never been through there, obviously. That's, oh, we got to add that to the trip now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're not going in August. You better find another time.
2: And this is what John has to deal with. (laughs) Come on, John. No. Death Valley's on our way back, right? No. No, it's not right on the way? No. I thought that was the way to go. No. You sure? I hear all these people go through Death Valley all the time. Mm. We could try the ice thing on the windshield. (laughs) <laughs>
1: anybody got help for me <laughs> please have another drink Dave you need to have another drink
2: okay I'll have another shot how's that
1: have another shot
2: alright here we go uh,
1: so anyways so yeah so that's uh, that's that's pretty much all we really got lined up for 23 well, no, we, oh, no, I'm sorry. There is a ride in September you're doing. What's, what's that ride in September you're doing, Dave?
2: So in September, um, last year I went camping with my wife. Last, last year I went camping with my wife in September, and uh, we went to out to a campground out near Montoursville, Pennsylvania. And when we got there, we, we set up our camper, and then by the afternoon, the campground was about uh, three-quarters full, but it's all full of toy haulers. And here it's a big bike weekend because the local fire company up the road about 5 miles has a 911 ride and it's really big up that way evidently. There's probably like 200 bikes ago or up in that that area there's not many people or bikes around. So this year me and Dr. Pepper and hopefully we can gain, get some more people to go along with us are going to go up we're going to take my camper too, and my brother-in-law and my wife are going for the weekend too. But we're going to ma- turn that into
1: a ride. So, okay, are you coming? Possibility. I figured. I got, I got the okay.
2: You got the okay to show up now. I, I I got the okay. I wasn't sure if you were coming yet or not.
1: So. I got the okay. We just got to work it out, the details. Yeah, we probably have to work on Friday. Who you? No,
2: you. I'm not working Friday. I'm not working Thursday. I took Thursday out.
1: We gotta talk about when you go. When are you going out? I'm going out. I think Thursday.
2: Yeah, I'm not positive. It's either Wednesday night or Thursday. I think I only have reservations for Thursday through Sunday. Okay, right. because the ride is on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. and I've already cleared it with the campground. I paid for a late checkout on su- Sunday because the ride's on Sunday. So Lonnie and I are going to do definitely do the ride on Sunday. Well, Missy's probably joining in. Yes. when i say lonnie it's collective lonnie and missy
1: well you never know he did show up last one time
2: he showed up one time without her Hmm. and even to the and that's been like one time in what 20 years Hmm. so i think he we're good for another 20 years of no of not having to worry about missy not being there right but anyway so yeah so the idea is we'll get up sunday morning and we'll pack up our campers and then do the ride and then come back, load the two bikes in his camper, and then I'll bring mine back and he'll bring his back and sure. go from there. And I'll have Monday to go by and pick up my bike. Sure. Okay. So that's the plan. That's so great. if anybody wants to join us, Montoursville area, I can find out the name of the fire company for the next podcast or two. And we can push that a little, but yeah, it's it's a cool ride. It's just a ride to raise help the fire company up in the Muncie area.
1: And How long is the ride?
2: I I don't know. Oh, okay, don't know. Starts around noon, probably goes to about three. Most mm-hmm. rides are that type of time frame. So
1: and stop at a couple of beer, and a couple of bars on the way. I don't know. Oh. oh yeah, that was an interesting stop after the bike broke down in Gaysburg.
2: Did right? it break? Did it break down in front of a bar?
1: No. Ah, well, it was. It broke down on a state highway on the state park road. Okay. And
2: it actually stopped running.
1: No, I went in limp mode. I went in limp mode. Well, so yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, I could still ride, it was still going, but it was cut everything and it was all
2: yeah, it drops down to like 25, 35 miles an hour. Yeah,
1: I could do more. I was doing like 40, I think. But, okay. um, <clears throat> so we stopped at you know, where that kind of campground cabin brown
2: building, yeah, like there's a ranger station ranger right in the thing? middle, yeah. yeah.
1: So I stopped there. Um, and I guess there's an uh, entrance to the Appalachian Trail is right there. Somehow you can hike there. And, I did not know that, but yeah, yeah
2: that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. do you meet any
1: thru-hikers? Didn't meet any thru-hikers. There was a local hiker, and then he got got all of stuff and put his son in the backpack and took him hiking. I'm like.
2: He put his son in his backpack? How well, was his son?
1: I don't know. I was too busy messing with bike.
2: Like a little baby kid or like. Uh, maybe. Three, maybe? Okay. Still pretty small.
1: Small out
2: oh, Okay. <laughs> I, I actually owned one of those backpacks at one point. I used it, like, twice. And once was probably around the front yard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when we got the bike back running, Lonnie goes to me, you know, I could use a beverage. Okay. So, um. Did you make it to the thirsty farmer? I said,
2: thirsty farmer?
1: I don't know what bar it was. Oh. It was, Thirsty Farmers, the brewery we went to like no, three years no, ago. No, we didn't. I, I followed your GPS, what directions you gave me a lot of oh, it. Oh, okay. All right. And yeah. um, when we got out of the state park there, we turned to the left. Yeah. There's, and went down there and went to that curve, and there's a bar there on the yeah. left. We went there. Okay. That was an interesting place. Um, they have food? They had food. We didn't order any food. I. Huh. Missy realized I wasn't too comfortable with the place. A little too ghetto for you? I I won't discuss it on the air. Oh, really? That bad? It wasn't bad. It was just me misunderstanding something.
2: Well, John, we got to give the people something.
1: No, I'm not going into details.
2: No, you don't have to go into details, but was it a cleanliness issue? No. Was it?
1: There's a sign on the outside. I misunderstood what the sign meant
2: sign on the outside. Did it say no no handguns? No firearms?
1: That wouldn't nope. been a problem.
2: No colors? That's oh. the one. Oh, okay, yeah. See, I have a problem with that too, so
1: yeah. Well, man, we misunderstood
2: what the colors meant. Colors normally means that nobody in a
1: motorcycle club can come in. Okay. I misunderstood it for something else.
2: Oh, you thought it said no colored I got you. Now, okay, yeah. So
1: I, yeah, I have, uh, I have, I disagree with discrimination.
2: Yeah, yeah. You won't see that anymore. And, but and that's but a, yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. If you misread it, yeah, that could be really bad.
1: So I misread yeah. it. Yeah. So that's no, that, what
2: it was. That's a no miss- colors thing. And um, for people who don't know it, no colors means because I I'm very familiar with this. No colors means like they normally put that on this outside of a bar during bike events. Usually it's the only time you see this. And it's because they don't want any clubs in there. And here's the funny thing about it, folks. It's randomly enforced by the bar. Some bars will put a sign out front that says no colors. And if you walk in wearing a New York Giants shirt, they won't let you in. They will ask you to leave. Believe it or not, because technically, that's colors. Mm. You're representing a club. Okay. Then there's some that will let you walk in, and if you're not wearing Hell's Angels or Pagans or Bagos or, you know, a real outlaw club, that's the only problem they have. Which to me is wrong, because if you're going to say no colors, no colors. Correct. And then there's other ones that will say, you know, you walk in wearing... A veterans club on your back like uh what is the one i'm trying to think of uh like vietnam veterans huh. war vets there are some clubs that, that there people a lot of those will consider that a club and they won't they'll tell you to ask you to remove your colors um that's what no colors means
1: yeah so it was just a different area i've never seen that and it's a kind of yeah, if my mind if you, if you, if you don't catch
2: the whole thing of it, yeah, it could kind of freak you out.
1: It went with someplace where I was like, "What are we doing?"
2: But it did say no colors, right?
1: I'm per- Yeah, Missy, yeah. Missy clarified it with me. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We she talked to me afterwards because she realized I was not too comfortable. And but oh, it, so
2: you didn't know till after you left? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and I had no problem. I felt fine. I was there with you know Lonnie, Missy, and Brian, and I was okay. Yeah. And I ordered the water because I was I was out there working on the bike and I was sweating and I just wanted to drink. I just... Yeah. If we probably oh, stayed... Oh,
2: so you were... That's where you worked on the bike, too.
1: No, no, no.
2: Oh, that was right after. After it,
1: you, yeah. You know, so it was like gotcha. five, ten minutes. I was still hot and sweaty. And, oh, yeah.
2: You're still... Recu- you hadn't had a chance to get a drink or nothing because you've been yeah working on the
1: bike. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, I think that's b- wrapped up for episode six here, Dave. Okay. I think we got a good good time and sorry about the last delay everyone uh we had some technical issues and hopefully we got some of that stuff uh we'll get back on our normal schedule so uh you know yep check us out we're on facebook if you need any questions or anything you can head us back at feedback at asphaltchasers.com and my buddy dave will answer the email because he's in charge of emails yep he's in charge of the facebook page too
2: yeah so all complaints can come towards me He's going to
1: deal with him because he said he wanted to do this podcast. He was going to take care of that.
2: I said I'd take care of it. So far, I'm taking care of it. I've answered all the emails. How many emails have there been? Including the one that says you've got it uh, you've set up your account. <laughs> That's the one we got. <laughs> you set up? No, wait. We had two. There was. I think there was one that said you have put up security protocols too, or something like that. I don't know. But we have yet to receive any listeners because I guess. We don't have any listeners. We're talking to ourselves.
1: Well, I hear we have one listener.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we might have had a couple on the last one, because I had some people from Laconia. Oh, want to hear what we talked about them? When, if we talked about them and what we said about them. Oh. So they were probably one and gone, but you never know. Who knows? And plus, you got people who want to listen to... My idiot talk. They might listen around for two or three. They might hang around.
1: All right, Dave. All right.
2: So, time for our shot here, folks.
1: Yep. Good time, buddy.
2: Yep. Oh, this week I'm drinking (laughs) Barrister's Maple Pecan Gold flavored whiskey. john is struggling through his verbal
1: <laughs> fireball
2: <laughs>
1: anyways all right everyone it's been a great time again we'll yep. catch you in the next show be safe dave and uh shall we be safe dave yeah be safe dave
2: okay
0: <laughs> that's it for this episode of asphalt chasers we hope you enjoyed the ride as much as we did If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can find us on social media or visit our website for more information. Remember to always ride safely and responsibly, and to enjoy every moment on the road. Until next time, keep chasing the asphalt and living life to the fullest.